Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is A New World Order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia, World America, and Andropolia. I am still in charge, and I am still reigning over the world, which is on the road to peace. How are we, everyone? Very peaceful, thank you. Good, thank you. No need for any intervention whatsoever. Good. Well, we will see. We will see how that goes. <laughs> and, uh, Seb America? Uh, we in World America are fine as we always are. Uh, we don't listen to the news or read the paper. So as far as everyone's concerned, it is business as usual. Excellent. Well, if you're joining us for the first time, each week we maintain our countries that we uh, host on nationstates.net. They are, of course, virtual nations because we're not real world leaders yet. And we try to do so by sticking to our own political leanings. This is our third season, and in our third season, the aliens that we met in the second season have been messing around with our brains. And They've been putting, very benevolent. Oh, oh to some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and have arranged it that Zane Stralia and myself as Chancellor is in fact in charge of all three nations. So, so you are the National Councilman, the whatever Seb is. The and the most defending champion. Best boy. <laughs> best boy. Yeah. <laughs> Key grip. <laughs> <laughs> and the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the Great Confederacy of Andropolia. Yes, but I would never call myself that. And that seems a little bit ridiculous. It's a constitutional necessity. <clears throat> My hands are tied. Or now. So, I want to know what's happening in South America. Okay. What problem can I fix for you today? <laughs> Zane, give me a number between one and five, and I'll just pick. I have no idea what any of them say. So two. All right, you get the option titled "Crate Work Plain and Simple." I'm sure this Wait, will is be- this? Have we have we gone beyond rule by rock paper scissors? We just <laughs> just pick the number in my head, and that's what I'll implement. No, 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 no. no sorry, no. no he, he, one, two, oh, three, the four, issues five. I yes. see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, just blindly put that in me. They're just reaching into a barrel of fan mail and complaints and just, oh, yes. <laughs> I was elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> Let's see what the electorate is thinking today. <laughs> Officials from the tiny allied nation of Prudeland have requested that World America assist in a series of humanitarian aid airdrops to one of its distant territories. The target of its drops, a chain of sparsely inhabited islands recently ravaged by storms, has been difficult for Prudelarian, so Prudenludians, Prudenludians authorities uh, to reach as their nation lacks sufficient transport assets. We have three options here. Are you, are you guys interested? The idea of just giving foreign aid? I'm yeah. down for this. Okay. Just give them everything. So yeah. they've asked for aid, but 
they don't have the means to transport the aid that you would usually give to where it needs to go. Yes, they okay. need us, me to assist them in giving aid by the sounds of it. Okay. But I'm assuming I'll be giving the aid and not just the, the airdrop ships to make it happen as well. We'll find out. I don't know. It sounds like the Weseltonians might be on top of it sooner than you think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Option one. We have everything ready to go, just nothing... Oh, God, I can't read, sorry. We have everything ready to go, just nothing for all of it to go in, moans the uh, Prudalundians ambassador to World America. The island is too distant for our smaller aircraft and sea delivery will take will, be taken even, will take even longer. God, I really can't read today. Um, that's why we'd appreciate if our friends at World America could spare a few military transport aircraft and carry out the jobs for us. We only really need the planes, but if World America would like to provide additional supplies to the drop, soap or unwanted clothes or something, that'd be great too. Is this a minister or the organization that has collected everything and now they just need transport? That was the ambassador. That was the ambassador right? saying, the, we've got the shit, but we can't get it there. Can you give us the ships to get it there or can you drop it for us? The, isn't this your territory? No, this is this is a different land. This is Oh, I see. This is an ally and their there neighboring. Is, so I'm I misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. I misunderstood it as some remote territory of No, world, what it world looks America. like is it's out prude, the Prudlarians there. Yes. It may not even be part of their territory. It might just be like a neighbor of theirs and they want to help. But either way, all these good intentions can't do shit without a plane, okay. apparently. So <laughs> borrow military vessels. Yeah, I'm sure we have at least one of those, right? Probably. <laughs> I'm you've probably borrowing few, one of yours. You've got, you've got over a billion people. I'm sure someone has a plane. <laughs> Option two. It just doesn't have internet. That's true, yeah. How will they work without radio, I guess? I don't know. Oh. Look, man, I'd be down with seeding a couple of planes or something, but y'all prudent land people obviously haven't bought any gas money, says a young brutal frugal, sorry, brutally frugal official from the Finance Ministry's Fiscal Responsibility and Economic Excellence Division. Mm. And since y'all don't have gas money, it's got to be a no on this whole airdrop thing. Ditto for all the other expensive and wasteful aid commitments elsewhere. Tell you what, though, I'll drop a line to the World Assembly or something. Ask them to help out instead. Y'all got phone money? God, that, that was <laughs> written atrociously. But that's a, it's not even no note of this. That's no to this, and we're cancelling all other foreign aid we're giving ever. Right. Mm. So there are three options, and currently it's... Yes. Yeah, let's do something that you know we would normally do on a training exercise anyway mm -hmm. or cut all foreign aid <laughs> yep implementing immediately well you know where the andropolian vote is yeah and you know where the seb vote is <laughs> um, i'm interested in one number three <laughs> yeah me too because if, if it's yes and no what the fuck could three <laughs> <laughs> oh no i don't like what this stands um isn't that the island chain famous for its coffee plantations muses your minister of agriculture you know they're actually direct competitors in coffee exports and the low mm -hmm. strength of their currency is giving them disproportionate market share. I suggest we deliver the aid, but contaminate the crates with fungus spores that'll subtly sabotage their coffee production. We'll look like we're helping while we're covertly establishing a competitive advantage. Jeez, not even a quid pro quo. It's just industrial sabotage. <laughs> Do you, you want help, do you? I'll give you all the help you want. <laughs> it's like, I'm really hungry. Here, have some rat poison. Yeah. The end. Yeah, okay. Stop breathing my air. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood that as you're going to sabotage their coffee plantations. Yeah, that's what it means. Oh, yeah, so that yeah. they stop 
being right. able to produce coffee. So we're going to no, give them what they need, but we're, we're lacing it with this fungus, which will destroy their coffee plantations as well. Right. So like you can safely eat it, but those beans ain't going to last. <laughs> I see. Well, listen, my heart's with number one, Zane, but these are all really funny. So you just do whatever, you, whatever feels great to you. I love how Seb's playing this game that he thinks I'm trying to... Uh, <laughs> whichever one he, he wants, I'm going to go against. Well, it, I never play it that way, Seb. No, no, I, I try I, to I'm stick not... to Sub-American values. I know that our three regions have very different populaces. Some of them like to die at 45. Some of them don't like memes. So... <laughs> I was, I'm not trying to manipulate you. I think they're all kind of funny. Number one is the, is the option I would go with. Number two is hilarious. And I'm kind of curious what it will do to my economy if I just stop giving shit away to other people that aren't my nation. And number three is... It's just... It's a James Bond plot. So that's uh, why I literally, uh, yeah. I don't mind okay. what you pick. I'm not trying to... Okay, I, both of them are... Both both option two and option three are bad. But they're uh, funny bad. And it's not going to help why? your... It's not going to help your economy to stop aid. Why is number two bad? Why is number two bad? Mm. Well, okay, so aid and it's international pre- aid is, is a way to uh, not only secure alliances, but demonstrably uh, involve two countries' economies together. Trade is even better at achieving that. Sure, and these people sound. It sounds like you want to hurt their trade, which is well. No, that good minister in number three wants to. Yes, mm-hmm. and and so in in that sense, do would would you if you want to improve your own com- your your own countries? Well, no, just from just from my own perspective, imagine imagine you run a shop, mm. right? and you've got Andropolian or sorry, World American coffee in there and then you've got the Prudelundian coffee which is probably you know cheaper sure because you can buy it cheap so why on earth would you not have both as an option on your shelves I view it as say you have a shop and you sell things here and you like things take all the money and there is there's there's another there's another shop that wants to accept a delivery and they're like oh we just need a trolley (laughs) take all the money that you would Give in aid, mm. and it, it, you don't give money in aid. You purchase, you know, sacks of flour, mattresses, yeah. medicines, whatever. You buy it all on on somebody's behalf, and you say, "There, there you go. You're going to be better now." Or you transfer money, which is just great. When they have that, mm-hmm. there's no incentive for the local economy to find ways of getting it. Right? If you trade for it. If you take all that money that you would give away in aid yes. and use it in trade, okay, maybe you'll overpay for some items out of out of generosity, but you trade for it, that spurs the economy in ways that aid never can and never does. Unless aid is dangerous. Unless unless that money and that no. trade goes to people no. who don't give it to <laughs> the people who are going to die without no. the aid. Even even when it's entirely benevolent and there's no corruption. Aid is dangerous in a community because it stops the locals from being able to do it. If you, I'm I'm 100% yeah, agree with you that if you become reliant on aid is a problem. Yes, and if you donate flour to a community, there's you know either either the local farmers then are priced out from you know growing their own wheat and and, and milling it, mm-hmm. or whatever other food they were they were growing is now also priced out because hey the flour is available for free. So it, it ruins aid, ruins economies. So, towards, towards uh, yeah, donated. okay. But also in places where the economy isn't functioning because of 
uh, malicious actors, aid is the only option. Because, okay. because the only trade you can have is with those same malicious actors. So if the problem is there is an outbreak of some disease and you need to get in there and give them help and the malicious actors don't want you there because they actually don't want these people there. They would rather that they just died and stop being a problem. Yeah, okay. People in power, you know, are sometimes motivated by stupid things like tribal, tribal, uh, or uh, money, or money. Yeah. That, so that's exactly in this right. case, yes, it's American option number one. <laughs> option one. Oh, yes. good. I love aid. Here they go. In my head, we're dropping actual sacks of flour just out of a plane without like a parachute and a crate. Sounds like and a not, American thing to do. We're not stopping or landing and undoing it. We're literally just like, everything just drops from the sky. And then someone just lights a cigarette and the whole place goes up in flames. Oh, this is lovely. Third world countries are rich in I love Suplex City t-shirts. Oh, oh no, they're going to get so much legal action on them by WWE. That's a problem. Why? Um, Brock Lesnar does a lot of suplexes and his shirt is a, like a street sign that says welcome to suplex city which is the joke of the and now the shirts they, they made merch they made unofficial merch Seth I don't know if you know this but are these virtual nations they're not real people oh okay well they're virtually going to get sued they're it's real be virtually to me hilarious. <laughs> I'm not sure if you know how funny that was just then Andrew yeah. <laughs> that's a wrestling quote yeah I'm sure it is yeah I'll everything's talk- a wrestling quote if you dig deep I'll, enough I'll talk to you about I'll, I'll, I'm very proud <laughs> it wasn't intentional but it's please stuff. don't please let this be the last <laughs> no can't do it the last sentence in that conversation um, big business applauds government support state schools shine in latest rankings all's well thanks to new welfare initiative and world American parents concerned about youth employment I did not realise my foreign aid was so low because it's gone up 68%. I'll have to double check that because I thought it was high anyway, but yeah. Sure. Uh, taxation up three, tourism up two, and pacifism and niceness up one. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> um, as for the downs, um, disposable income and taxation, sorry, freedom from taxation down 3% and then a whole lot of twos. And I mean like 15 things went down 2%. Anything Ru- fun? Rudeness, uh Mining? I don't know how mining in agriculture and gambling once again. Oh, damn our nation giving away all that flour. I'm never going to the casino again. I'm happy that that's the, I'm happy that that happened. I don't understand the correlation, but good on them for not gambling as much. Well, maybe now they're donating more, so they have fewer dollars with which to gamble away. I taught them the price of friendship. That doesn't sound right. Andrew Polia, what's going on over there? More police needed. As crime rates rise, some in the community are calling for increased policing. Interesting. There are three options. Ah, I wonder if I get to give it to vigilantes again. Just the other day, I got mugged in the broad daylight, says ruffian Seamus Zemo. Mm. And the ironic thing is I had just stuck up this other guy. When muggers are getting mugged, even I have to admit that crime has gotten out of control. We need more police. Interesting. Yes. It's a compelling argument. And a compulsive yeller, too. Mm. I'm not mm. sure you should follow what he's suggesting. Well, we'll see. We'll he see. sounds enthusiastic, at least. That's, he is passionate. Mm. We will give him that. I appreciate passion. The solution to crime is not more police, says noted sociologist and occasional crime novelist Amy Fellow. Studies repeatedly show that crime is caused by poverty and poor education. Increase government spending in these areas and crime will fall. Do you think she's from Zane Australia? 
Maybe not overnight, but it will happen. Mm. That's the Pantene method of policing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I trust all my policing to hair care products. I would love to have the option to do both. Oh, is there only two? No, there is a third option. Oh, more police and education. I mean, that's the w- op- that is the right thing to do. Like, deal with the problem yeah. now and deal with the future problem. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, good luck with that, says conservative leader and gun enthusiast Django Martin. Love Why it. do they always make them He's gun the enthusiasts? Because they are always <laughs> gun enthusiasts. <laughs> Look, we do need more police. That's clear. But that's not enough. We need real punishments. Sentences that will act as a genuine deterrent to people considering a life of crime. Uh, like public floggings. He's passionate too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good. Um, <laughs> is that, is, how, many, how many options do we have? That's it. It's just those three. I mean... It has to be option number three, doesn't it? Public vloggings. <laughs> Public vloggings <laughs> are not in line with Andropolian values. True. It, no, it's Neither is a roaming executioner, but listen, it's been... How many years has this podcast been going for now? Two? It's been two years, and we still have one. So You have a digital Supreme Court and no internet. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think that... That justice should ever be done the world American way. What justice? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we have very little crimes, so it's like it's really just it's fine. Yeah, is that just because your local intranet isn't reporting any? Mm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> if only there was a way to connect all those. We should probably have a census, shouldn't we? <laughs> just like a basic questionnaire. Like, are you still alive? It'd be nice. It'd be nice to know how many, how much of our listed population are currently real. <laughs> harsh, harsh deterrents don't work the way you intuitively think yeah, they would yeah. because um, people who people who commit the crimes knowing that there is this deterrent especially the, the death penalty people who still go ahead with murder do it because they think they're going to get away with it yeah. the punishment isn't a deterrent because they don't think they're ever likely to be caught and also the great majority of crimes are not committed by people who grew up as children going, oh, when I grow up, I want to be a criminal. It's not a career decision. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a situational thing. That's exactly So right. uh, I would say option number two, um, because you do already have a pretty significant police system. Yeah, right? I think crime in Andropolia is more cultural than yeah. logistical. Yeah. So education, I think, is the way that is taking a little leaf out of Australia's book. Perfect. Well, no, it's the Andropolian way as well. Just that there would More be... More so recently. There would be a preference for it to be done through uh, the private markets, through the free market. Ah, but are you going to dictate to the free market what they teach kids? That's not what the free market is about. Exactly right. So you yeah. have to teach them not to do crimes. <laughs> no. Or you will just have criminal schools like Hogwarts. <laughs> Deciding on, on what is moral and what is not is not the purview of government shouldn't exactly be exactly right and so that's why Hogwarts no. should train terrorists magical or otherwise no the decision of what is moral <laughs> and what is not should be outside of the government so what has happened education and welfare spending head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, 
a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. ...are on the rise. The Andropolio Sentinel reports, newspaper readers demand more complex crosswords. Interesting. School bans chess as too confrontational. Mm, State schools shine in latest rankings. Ooh! And yet another teen builds working deep space exploration rocket. I mean, is this even headline worthy anymore? I don't know. There are so many deep space exploration rockets whizzing about because of all these industrious teens. I'd be interested to know how long they last. (laughs) Even Apollo 13 didn't... Apollo 13, the third mission for for um, uh, 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 you know physical exploration of the moon didn't get news coverage at its launch Aww. people were bored by it this is big explosions really yeah that's true controlled explosions love them <laughs> public education up 17% ooh welfare up 10% but before you get excited it's still at negative 13 on the safety net mesh density rating good i was worried <laughs> Government size up 8%. Taxation up 45 mm. We have now crossed 7% as the mm. effective tax rate. Safety up 45 Pacifism and intelligence both up 2 Lifespan, I'm happy to report, up 2%. Ooh. People are 46? living well into their 47? early mid-30s. What? Mid-30s? Early mid-30s. How low did you drop? 34 in my head, you were sitting around 45. That's crazy. I was checking this just the other week and uh, just looking through through the stats and it, I, I couldn't believe it either. It had dropped to mid-30s and I don't even remember that happening. That is yeah. insane. Yeah. Andrew, I, what's happening? I don't, I don't remember. We'll have to go <laughs> All back. All of us are dead. <laughs> we're just dead. Oh, no, I'm fine. No, it's, you're not. I'm 28. That's I'm, the average. We, the average is 30. It's fine. I'm, yeah, it just I'm means strong. I got this. We could still just have a lot of infant mortality, guys. We could still be okay. We it could, could just be a nation of cultural baby killers. That's exactly right. You make it to five, you're fine. Maybe your you're, nation you live has that, well into your hundreds. That disease from children of men, where the women they can't get pregnant or they just have like they just give birth to yeah. dead babies. Um, maybe that's it. And yeah, it's fine. Possibly. And he's definitely... They don't have a nation of this yeah, horrible I mean, disease. If you were to give that movie, like, a classification of genre, like, what would you dystopian. call it? Dystopian. No, really? <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah? A dystopian movie. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Or yeah. post-apocalyptic, if you want to... <laughs> like, people literally can't give birth. Like, this is the final generation of mankind. Yeah. We call them documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> On the downtrends, charmlessness down 2.5%. Crime down 65 There we go. It is being addressed. Uh, we were up to 25 crimes per hour, Oof. now down to a paltry 23 and a half. And on the good side, too. <laughs> Most of them murder. <laughs> and weaponization, the big winner, down 7%. We're down to six weapons per person. Okay. I mean, that's a, I think that's net gains all over the shop. These guys started off as pilgrims. And, well, right. <laughs> yep, they did. Um, but I'm, I'm talking like we, we, we got education up and crime down yeah that's what we wanted to do this is great and there were no weird side effects well we knew that government size would go up etc that is the, that is the side effect yeah it, but it's not unexpected no it's still yeah. unpleasant though we'll see <laughs> <clears throat> australia has an issue it's cultural wars 
A family from Zainstralia was arrested while on holiday in Tasmania for taking a photo of their child urinating in Lake Sacred, oh a cultural icon that is revered by all Tasmanians. This incident and others of Zainstralians behaving badly while abroad has resulted in a national debate about how uncivilized Zainstralia appears to the rest of the Pacific. <laughs> Three options. Option number one. We are the laughing stock of the Pacific, opines my mother as she picks up the litter on the floor of my office. We need to draw up a list of government-sanctioned guidelines to show Australians how to behave properly in the countries they are visiting and require that all travel agents hand over a copy to anyone who books a foreign holiday. We need to understand that although some Australians urinate in fountains and throw rubbish everywhere... This is not acceptable in other countries. How is that the purview of government? Good question. Yeah, I mean, individual responsibility, right? Mm. If you don't know any better, then shame on you. Yeah. I mean, it is... I know when I was booking holidays that you do get something, but it basically just says, while you are overseas, you are bound by the laws of where you are as well as Australian as, laws. Unless they're in contradiction. Yeah. Uh, where the local... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Option number two. Unfortunately, that won't be enough to change our bad habits, declares Muhammad Bronte, my old school teacher, as he orders one of my aides to take out the rubbish bin. Every time I go out, I see an awful lot of people jumping queues and even a few spitting in restaurants. Have we no shame... Well, I've had enough. I say we ban all citizens from leaving Zane Australia. <laughs> then we will no longer embarrass ourselves in the eyes of the Pacific. Well, they're not even opposite ends of... <laughs> it's just weird. This is, this is a strange shape, and these are the very pointy ends of it, but please don't tell me there's, a, there's another pointy bit. There is, <laughs> there is three options here, and those are two of them. One is... Uh, Educate the Australians on how to behave outside of this country. Which is just ridiculous. Option number two is ban them from leaving the country. Equally ridiculous, so but we in just <laughs> open one-way borders. <laughs> we can only accept people in. And option number three. My glamorous secretary, Jen Jenna Hart, checks her perfectly coiffed hair to make sure... Not a strand is out of place. Wearing her elegant branded dress, she sits coyly and gracefully crosses her stockinged feet. Then she sneezes into her palm and wipes the snot all over her clothes. Who cares what the rest of the Pacific thinks? Like, the way we Zane Australians are. If those other nations think that we're rude, then that's their problem. In fact, why don't we build exhibitions in the other capital cities of the Pacific showcasing our way of doing things? That way, they will stop criticising us and understand us better. There you go. Option number three. I'm interested to hear what you all have to say. I'm, I'm making an observation, and if your secretary is typical of <laughs> the average Zane Australian... Then might I say your brochures need some updating? Well, we have two people who are quite like, this is wrong and terrible and not what Zane Australia, is, Zane Australia should be about, <laughs> and one who's like, eh. But they acknowledge that this Some type of behaviour yeah. exists. <laughs> well, I mean, in any country, you're going to have poorly behaved people. Oh, not in Antropolia. 
How many murderers do you have? Enough to keep the population down to an average age of 30. <laughs> it's the national sport, Zane. How dare you? No, My crime. national sport <laughs> apparently is uh, spitting in restaurants. <laughs> You sure doesn't just want to, they haven't got confused with how like wine tastings happen <laughs> and they just think that this is how you have food. You put it in your mouth, mm, mm, the flavours, the aroma, mm, spit. So, so if, oh. I might, if I might summarise uh, very, very... Please. In, in a, what word am I looking Succinct for? Succinct way. Succinctly. Look at this boy, thinking of words. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> take, take a government class in why spitting is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, have your passport permanently confiscated because some people spit mm-hmm. or issue passports to everybody send them abroad and tell them why spitting is awesome balls yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow this is fantastic um, I would go option one oh, no. <laughs> option one seems the least destructive of all of the, them the teach them that spitting is bad thing it's still yeah. the wrong response but at least it's the least damaging of all of them and also personal freedoms. You arm them with you arm them with knowledge, and then they can make an educated decision rather than an uneducated decision. Just because you're f- telling them spitting is bad, none of that. The answer's not outlawing it. There it's just saying, now yeah, you know it sucks, don't you? There is a fine line between education and indoctrination. Zane, are you planning any no spitting camps? N- they never start. Off, they never start <laughs> off planned. They never start off planned. They always just creep up, and somebody. Somebody, you know, deep into it goes, hey, we've got a lot of classes. Wouldn't it be nice to coalesce all these separate classes into one convenient area? Yeah, in the desert. Well, okay, if that's, <laughs> if that's what option one leads to, then your other option is option three to send spitting sleeper agents across the world, I guess. No, no, no. This is, this is like theatrical spitting. This is like people who are like... Uh, this is propaganda. It's an art form. Yes. It's option one. It's obviously your, option your one. secretary is to be believed, it's an art form. Yeah, I, I mean, option number one or three, really. Like, uh, banning is... What was two again, sorry? Ban people from leaving. If they spit? No. no just altogether. No one can leave Zane Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hear me out. Extreme, right? <laughs> They're all really... They are all extreme. Number one is just the least extreme. Because it's just... I mean, to be fair, number one is a pamphlet. Like, it's government-sanctioned guidelines that yeah. travel agents have to give anyone who's going overseas. But it's a waste of time. <clears throat> and, waste of time and, and money. And yeah. think it out. Uh, for you know, How long before there, there are pamphlets for everything? Where you're being handed a binder of pamphlets because, <laughs> because of this government program just in case you happen to be going to any I of these places. Well, binder. I mean, it's always the easy common throw-to for like quote-unquote crazy laws, but you got Singapore, no chewing gum allowed there. It's very individualized for that nation that if you've, you know, born and bred and grown up in Singapore, you might not even know what fucking chewing gum is. You come to Australia, you buy something, and you're like, oh, fuck, what's it? You know, as it, far as I'm aware, chewing gum is not available for sale in Singapore. No, that's what I mean, yeah. like, yeah. So to the point is, if you grew up so there- So to quote my favorite movie, or one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. Six Days, Seven Nights, it's an island, babe. If you didn't bring it here, you won't find it here. Well, like and that it, works perfectly well for Singapore. Yes, but my point is, as an Australian now, going to Singapore, I personally have the you know the gift of this bit of knowledge, but if I didn't know, I take chewing gum on all my flights to pop my ears. Now I know, can't take it off the plane. Sure. Yeah. So, But because I was given that knowledge, if I didn't know, I could just walk in with it and I could get into some trouble. If these dickheads think you can just spit everywhere just because they do it there and they can't do it there, it's good to know. It's not spitting is an is a stupid example for it, 
but it is nice to have this bit of knowledge going to different places, like going into certain parts well, of the UAE. They're dry. Was the yes. actual it was a child example. urinating in a sacred lake. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I was going to say like- We cleaned it up, Seb. Bringing alcohol Thanks. into dry na- dry countries, yeah. for example. Well, I am yeah. in charge, so I'm going to go option number one. That's the, that's the right one. Yeah. Especially if you've done, through, like I said, done through travel agents where they say, hey, heads up, <clears throat> you're going to Iraq. Your travel insurance won't be valid there. Practicing <laughs> Good saying, to know, right? How now, brown cow, is an essential part of holiday planning. All's well, thanks to new welfare initiative. How much money do you need to live? It's less than you think. Public transport has Zane Australia on the move. Strong key, government key to happiness, study shows. Okay, biggest up, 2.3%. Public education, 1.2%. Public transport, 1.2%. Welfare, everything else less than 1%. <laughs> Biggest down, agriculture at 2.9%. Uh, cheese exports at 2.9%. Disposable income, 2.4%. Uh, and then everything else, less than 1%. Changing virtually nothing. What another thrilling day in Zane Australia. <laughs> We're already well, practically perfect. Status quo, I guess. That's, that's all right. Quite right. So shall what did we say we we're going to check? Shall foreign we aid. compare foreign aid? Mine did go up massively. So it's on the... Mine just says the Clooney Contribution Index. Does anyone else have a, a clearer yes. outline? The World Census intercepted food drops in several war-torn regions to determine which nations spent the most on international aid. So they're checking for stamps. Some sort of postage stamp okay. or some sort of government, you know, painted on label or charred on label or whatever they do to wooden crates. So I started off on 174.2. My goodness. My average had risen after there was one gigantic increase prior uh not long after we started and i've been sitting around the 282 mark until today uh-huh. where i am now on 446 i see to me that sounds like that's a good amount i have no idea i'll get a comparison from zane's probably ridiculously huge number and your very low number and i'm assuming i'm gonna feel quite in the middle soon why do you assume mine is low? Because you don't give aid to your own people. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a tidal wave of, of rage on TV. Right, rightly so. They're standing on their own feet. <laughs> or dying at well. their own feet, as the case is. <laughs> so, sorry, that was a beautiful moment where you asked one question. Just back of yelling. Um, so yeah, 446 is my current standing. I see. What are we on, Andrew? Well, the Anthropolian... Uh, graph yep. for foreign aid <laughs> is a close-up of a set of stairs going down. <laughs> Great, as you can. Oh God, it's really close. Witness up. right now, two very big <laughs> <Yeah>. steps. <laughs> what did started, you start on? Started off at negative eight point three. Okay, I can see where my aid's going. <laughs> there was an initial very sudden drop to negative thirteen, where it hovered for some time, and it is now after another sudden drop very recently, uh, sitting at negative 15 on the Clooney Contribution Index. I'm not sure what a negative number means. Whether you receive aid. Well, or you actively stop other countries from sending aid. <laughs> that, that could be, that could be it. It's a good question because I, I said I have a negative military. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Do, I, do I go to retired soldiers' houses and shoot them? Yeah. Like, <laughs> less than zero. Um, yeah, so I assume that I, I assumed in my case- paying for soldiers that you never intend to call yeah. up for duty. <laughs> I assumed it was, I mean, I have like negative 100 military that maybe I am relying on the military of my neighbors. Right. 
Um, that's how I interpreted yeah. it. And, yeah. um, but that, that also means you're receiving foreign aid, which means your people should be not be dead as early. Unless you're taking it all, Andrew. <laughs> God, I hope not. Nobody gets a handout. Put it in the vault. <laughs> you mean the prison? Yeah. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? No, no. stay out of my vault. I Actually, don't know what happened in Zane Australia, but I started out at 663.67. So wow. 200 plus more than me. Yeah. And to, to begin with. Yeah. No, no, no. To end with, he's on. Sorry, to begin with what I ended on with. Ah, true. He's yeah. 200 above yeah. me. And then pretty quickly jumped up to our all time high of 981. Okay. Uh, then we've dropped a little bit, like pretty soon after that, to 905. Uh, and then it's been just kind of like a little bit up, a little bit down, a little bit up, a little bit down. And we're currently on 841.85. Splendid. So I don't know why I started out so very much higher than either of you, but yeah, that's uh, interesting. That's where we started. But yeah. you've increased 30% and yeah. Andropoli has nearly halved the aid that they didn't already give. Correct. Or, du- or doubled. I'm not sure which. I mean, uh, du- you can yeah. say doubled and it would yeah. go negative. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Okay, well, that is it for this week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed seeing exactly what our decisions have wrought. Our next episode will be a Patreon episode. So if you want to find out more about that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash new world order. And for as little as one American dollar a month, you will get access to all of the patron only episodes. Mm. And this will be the last one where Zane Australia is in charge of all three, or will it? Perhaps there are no term limits anymore and Zane Australia will not rescind my control. I've mm. definitely constructed a new voting method um, going into <laughs> our next uh, free episode. Um, and one that could cannot be... Uh, one well, that doesn't involve a D20? One that doesn't involve dice at all. It involves, guess the number in my head. <laughs> oh, flawless. Fake. Damn it, Zane got it again. Damn Fake it. news. <laughs> All right. Well, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, World America, and Andropolia, here with my colleagues from across the seas, the idiot and the fool. I'll be the idiot, I guess. <laughs> um, it's, it's me, uh, Sebastian of the World America. Um you put your belt on, but first you put your pants on. <laughs> Good advice. And apparently I have been the fool. <laughs> Although that is <laughs> somehow <laughs> very strange. Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia. The thing. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Hi, my name's Buck. I'm accompanied by... The Professor. And Mr. DJ Fly High. Together we call ourselves Nerds Amalgamated. We bring to you a podcast called Top Shelf Nerds, which is a show about nerd news, brought to you by nerds, for nerds, about nerds. Come and give us a listen, give us a like, give us an insult. We love it all. Hope to hear from you soon. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.